Ooh, welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. You know what? Hey, Griffin. How's it going? Hey, buddy. How you doing? Doing good. You know what? I mm. uh, when my brain, uh, I, I wanted to instead of uh, do throwing you into a bit like I normally do, I'd mm. like to take this moment to walk you through sort of my brain processes, um, sort of at like you know in the moments leading like up. leading up to yeah, the bit, yeah, yeah, leading up to the bit. Okay. So, there's a so there's like the moment where we decide like well okay we're ready to go let's hit this thing yep. um and so like you know my mouse you know mouse is hovering over the the recording buttons hovering over the recording button and I uh, at that point probably have about five seconds of processing time um yeah. to figure out what the fuck I'm about to start because up until that point I had literally given it no thought at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's always like a um like like as we're getting ready where there's like a pause where you're like are we ready. Okay, and then we'll start counting. Like, is that a thing you that kinda like, happens? And you kind of like look into the middle distance, like you kind of yeah. look down. <laughs> that's me. Kind of, uh, yeah, that's me doing uh, my inner, uh, my inner sort of prayers and rituals to summon the bit. Uh, it's like you know, the bit come to me. Um, and usually something I utterly foolish the comes to me. Ancient power of the bit of the bit. Um, and yeah, something, um, asinine usually mm-hmm. comes to me. Um, and it didn't happen today. I gotta say. I was gonna say, yeah, what, what happened today? I, I don't know. So, so like uh, that moment happened, the processing, you know, it began. And then like, I was like, oh, I'm hungry. And then I went, oh, my processing time <laughs> is over now. Let's hit the button. And then now, uh, so this was the bit I went with instead. And now we're in the podcast. And now we're here. We've made it into the podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I'm Zach. I'm Griffin. And I feel like it's been a hot minute. And I think that's just because my life is extremely busy right well, now. Well, and you, yeah, we went through like a month where we didn't record because we forgot. Um uh-huh. And so I feel like we're still like coming off of this like, yeah, we do this. We do this show. Like and it comes out every other week, and I don't yeah. know why we always find ourselves so surprised. But I, I feel are. like I'm still not adjusted from my schedule from when I was doing a show. Yeah, and like I feel like I haven't gotten any less busy. I've just been filling that time with different shit now. Yeah, yeah, you're a busy boy. Yeah. I got D and D games to run. I might be moving soon. Where's your time for Zach Rob? Huh? Hmm? We haven't gamed in so long, Griff. I know, but Baldur's I have entire Gate, worlds to show you. I know. We I got this, Valheim to do. I bu- I built this beautiful Viking longhouse right by the beach for Austin, and it's utterly gorgeous. It's probably the best thing I've ever created, and mm-hmm. you gotta see it. We gotta get we gotta get fucking nuts deep in Baldur's Gate. Oh man, we get we do. We have to just go all the way in. 
I, I was talking about this a little bit beforehand, but um, I recreated like my favorite D&D character, yeah. my human rogue, Clark. Yes, your, your, um, your human ranger that you built, and then you uh, then uh, right after that, Xanathar's Guide to Everything came out that had the scout rogue, and you went, fuck, that's what like, I was trying to make. For like, the f- that was like the second time in my career at that point, and then it's happened oh, three it, more times since then. Has it? Because it happened with Roland, because the Roland, Forge Dome, yeah. Roland is the Forge Domain, Clark is Rogue Scout, Jojen, my wizard, uh, Order of Scribes. Yeah, definitely. Mordecai, Path of the Beast Barbarian. Yeah, Every yeah, I, it, it wizards a lot. got my fucking number, and I don't appreciate it. They want hey, Watsy, give me my shit back. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like you and I create characters very differently. Yeah, where um, like I, st- I guess I start with the mechanical, and I go, ooh, if I like use this, like what cool thing could I make utilizing like what's mm-hmm. there? And you come up with like a cool thing conceptual uh, conceptually. And then you try yeah. to like make the mechanics fit. That's and, very true. Of how and I then, operate. and then like somehow you putting that into the universe, uh, published <laughs> uh, 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 content goes, you know what? I have this awesome vibe that just kind of came to me one day mm-hmm. and I'm going to make a thing for it. And then you go, fuck God damn it. God damn it. It just keeps happening. It just keeps happening, my man. Huh. The show isn't about our D and D characters. This show isn't. is about D and D monsters. Exactly. Well, and other, another, other stuff. Just mo- monsters in general. But today, friends, yeah, you know, we Griff, you and I kind of fell out of doing fun, like our like our funny like themed episodes. Like we hadn't yeah. done one in a really long time. But yeah. we did Big Boys last time. It uh-huh. was a really good time. And so we decided that today. It's time to bring back a classic, which is Dogs But Not, number four. Dogs But Not, number four. Number four. When was the last time we've done a Dogs But Not? I think it's been at least a year. It's actually been a bit more recent than you think. Really? Um, Dogs But Not 3 was, there was a huge gap in between Dogs But Not 2 and Dogs But Not 3. Gotcha. Dogs But Not 3 was only March of this year, Zach. Okay. It's, that wasn't but so that, yeah, that was let me, about uh, four months ago. Okay. Yeah. Let me thumb through the archives, though, real quick and find where Dogs But Not 2 is, because it's far away. Yeah, we've only done one cats but not, so we're gonna it's have true, to do one of true. those again at some point. Um, dogs but not two was March twenty fourth, twenty twenty one. Okay, so a year passed between yeah. doing two and three. Yep. <gasps> My wife. Or wait a minute, wait a minute. Through the door. Okay. No, it's like it was two years. Oh fuck. Between fuck. dogs but not two and three. Yeah. Damn. Hi, Nicole. You're on the podcast. Say hi to the people. Hello, people. <laughs> I don't know what that voice was, but I loved every moment of it. I love your uh, wife. Yeah, no, she's very carefully carrying my my uh, KFC, which uh, I'm sorry that the um, oil change place took like an hour and a half to change your oil. Take five, my What ass. the fuck? <laughs> yeah, they uh, charged her card wrong. Is that what you said originally? And yeah, then so they charged me almost like double what I was supposed to get. And I was like, hi, that's not right. <laughs> and then uh-huh. they were like, oh, well, let me void it. And I was like, cool. But they were like, it's going to take some time for it to go back in your car. And I was like, well, fuck that. But then they were like, uh, here's the actual price. And I was like, 
Are you going to give me a discount? They were like, yeah, we'll give you a discount. I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Give me a discount. <laughs> and then they were trying to put my wiper blades on, and it took three people, and they broke two of them. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, thanks, take five. Don't go there. Oh, shit, you get Matley's chocolate? Oh do, did I, do I get some? Fuck yeah, my wife is awesome, everybody. <laughs> this is an unorthodox beginning of a podcast, <laughs> but I'm really happy about it. This is yeah. Zach and I haven't seen each other in a while. Yeah, we're 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 just in the pre-show banter part of it, so I'm really happy you're and a part of it. And we're almost ten minutes into the episode. Yeah, oh eight yeah eight, eight minutes fifteen seconds. It's okay. I'm just stealing the straw. There's an intro cup. to account for Zachary. There we go. There we go. Um, but oh oh sh- okay. Incredible. One second. I okay. have two straws now. What are you gonna do with all those straws? I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, are we ready to talk about some dogs that aren't actually dogs, but are kind of dogs? They're kind of dogs, but they're kind of not dogs. Yeah. 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 Uh, In the first half of the ep, we'll be back in Cobalt Press's Tome of Beasts 2. Yeah, and And in the back uh, half, we'll uh, be talking uh about uh, uh, Cobalt Press's Creature Codex. Thanks, Cobalt Press. We love you. Ding. Uh, Zach, this first dog, but not, is not fun to look at. No, it's pretty bad, actually. This one's called the Blood Sapper. Yeah. It is a big, hairless dog with, like, pale white skin. Yeah, it looks like it's, like, been living underground forever. Yeah, it's got, like, a, um big sort of frog sack yeah a big goiter kind of right like at the front of its chest slash bottom of its neck and then like a real icky proboscis tongue yeah it's got that like big uh, uh, the sheer shoe from avatar the last airbender kind of tongue yeah it's but like it's like hot it's like pointed and hollow on the end like a i thought you were about to say it's hot and i was like Crash. no zach i'll look i'll fuck a lot of monsters but not this one <laughs> oh very look, one of us i've got to be horny on this show someone has to do it oh man might as well be me oh man we this gotta... hairless dog-like creature has pale skin an enormous bladder underneath its throat and a conical head with two deep set black eyes a long thick red tongue ending in a hollow spike flicks from its shrew like mouth good call on the sheer shoe there zach yay they're ravenous blood eaters Nice. The blood sapper is a vampiric creature with an unrelenting thirst for blood. Well, we don't like that. While it can drink the blood of animals and wild beasts, it prefer it vastly prefers the blood of sapient bipedal creatures such as giants and humanoids. When it catches prey, it uses its, uh, it uses its long spiked tongue to impale and drain them until they are little more than husks. Oh, Due to its appetite, the blood sapper frequently comes into conflict with other creatures reliant on blood, such as sturges, vampires, and chupacabras. Though it usually retreats if outmatched or outnumbered by its opponents. Sorry, and the these are... Bit. Yeah? Uh, so, yeah, the, the next header really, uh, for some reason, got my goat there. What, this one called Strange Dogs? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> 
Because of their dog-like bodies and propensity to form into packs while hunting large numbers of prey, bloodsappers are frequently confused with evil canids like wargs and hellhounds, despite their clearly aberrant nature. Some believe bloodsappers were artificially created by an abolith scientist. It's always some crazy scientist. Yeah, but abolith are like those weird, yeah, big, big like fish. big sea snake things. Yeah. yeah. Abolith scientists, vampire mage, or some similar entity, or that the creatures originated from beyond the stars or another realm of existence entirely. Yeah. Gross. Uh, they are medium aberrations, chaotic evil, 14 armor class, 90 hit points, Dang. 40 foot run speed, 20 foot climb speed. Oh. Gross. Um, their stats are fairly average across the board, mm -hmm. plus threes to strength and constitution, plus two to dexterity, and then some fairly middling uh, mental stats. They do have a bonus to constitution saving throws, probably from all the blood. You know, they're yeah. rich in iron. Yeah, definitely. Bonuses to perception, stealth, and survival. Dark vision. They can understand common, but they cannot speak. There's such a specific number coming up here. Uh, they have an ability called blood scent where they can smell blood within 240 feet of them. What? What is why? What? <laughs> Make it 250. I mean like I mean like 120 I guess is a fairly average like, like D&D length, you know. Yeah. Like you're doubling shit all the time. So you know you get yeah. your 30 feet, your 60 feet, your 120s. And so I guess it's just double of that, but it just feels more peculiar. Yeah. It can determine whether the blood is fresh or old and what type of creature has shed that blood. In addition, the blood sapper has advantage on perception and survival checks to find or track a creature that doesn't have all its HP. Hmm. Cool. Uh, they have a claw attack, plus five to hits, uh, dealing only 1d6 plus three slashing damage. The real damage is from their draining tongue attack. Plus five to hit, 15 foot reach. Oh, and this okay. deals 2d8 plus three piercing damage. And the blood sapper attaches to the target. <laughs> While attached, the blood sapper doesn't attack. Instead, at the start of each of the blood sapper's turn, the target takes another 2d8 plus three HP damage uh, due to blood loss. It's like a witch bolt, but it's its tongue. <laughs> <laughs> it's blood tongue. The blood sapper can detach itself from the target by spending five feet of movement, uh, which it does once it has drained 25 hit points from the target or the target dies. A creature, including the target, can take its action to detach the blood sapper's tongue by succeeding on a DC 14 strength check. Alternatively, the blood sapper's tongue can be attacked and severed, having an AC of 12 and 20 hit points. The blood sapper regrows a severed tongue when it completes a long rest or when it reduces a creature to zero hit points. That's wild. Yeah. And then it has a bloody breath attack. And it says recharge special. Ooh. What does that mean? Let's find out. The blood sapper can expel a 15-foot cone of acrid gas and blood from its bladder, from its from its throat sack. I like that. Each creature in the area must succeed on a DC 13 constitution saving throw or suffer 4d6 acid damage Dang. and be poisoned for one minute. On a success, they take half damage and are not poisoned. A poisoned creature can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on itself on a success. The bloody breath recharges once the creature has drained at least 25 hit points 
from another creature. Huh. So it's got to it's just got to refill the tank. Yeah. It's <laughs> like a it's like when you uh, when you're a kid and you were in like a super soaker fight. And like you ran out and you're like, like at, 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 yeah, at like the hose, like, hold on, st- don't shoot me. I gotta, I gotta fill up. Wait, just hang on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those were the best ones. Oh, man. Um, you know, I think in every game we've ever played together, Zach, yeah. when there has been any form of like lifesteal mechanic, mm-hmm. We have always used the metaphor of pop them like a juice box. Yeah, pop them like a juice box, or, or like, like a Capri Sun. Yeah, stick it, stick that dagger of life transference in them yeah. and drink them like a Capri Sun. That's this thing. <laughs> it really does. Look at its Capri tongue. Sun, yeah. Look it at is. its tongue. Its tongue hat is shaped like a fucking Capri Sun straw. It is. I love that. Yes. Hey, yeah, this is my pet blood sapper. His name is Capri Sun. <laughs> Why is he called that? Don't ask. You don't <laughs> he'll show. Find that, out. That's the problem. You ask, he'll show you. Yeah. He understands common. He knows what he what he <laughs> ask why. What was their tagline? Was it like pop into a Capri Sun or something like that? No, that you're thinking of snap into a Slim Jim. I think I sure am. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Oh, man. Pop into a have, Capri have the- Sun. This has to be a thing, right? The first thing I got taken to was a WikiHow called Three Ways to Stomp a Capri Sun. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is great. What's the Capri, anyway. Sun, Capri Sun slogan? Yeah. This just says natural fun. In the what? 90s, it was respect the pouch. That's what it was. That. Respect the pouch. Yes. Yeah, that's that's the code word for the blood sapper to like, to, 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 to pop you. Yeah, respect. To snap into the Slim Jim. (laughs) Actually, weirdly enough, that's the trigger phrase. Snap into a Slim Jim? Yeah. So, yeah, I always think of uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. He's like, snap into a Slim Jim. That motherfucker. (laughs) Macho Man. Um, Yeah, the Blood Sapper sucks, dude. Literally. Um, uh, A a faint sliver of hope. Yeah. Bad, Bad pet. Yeah, if you don't have blood, like, you're good to go. You're good to go. You're good to go. But, like... Having friends with blood would be difficult. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's 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 classically chaotic evil. That's always yeah. hard to ruck with. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, You know, maybe that could, those behaviors could be trained and conditioned out. Yeah. But... Get C- Caesar Milan over, you know. <laughs> the vampire Caesar Milan. Yeah, he'll do that. Like with yeah. the two fingers and the, hey, <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then Caesar Milan. I, I don't dies. snap into a slim gym yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he gets punctured by the tongue and gets drank like a Capri Sun. Punctured by the tongue. Respect the tongue. Respect the tongue. Let's move on. <laughs> so up next, blood sapper, bad pet. This bad boy uh, isn't much better. Okay. Um, this is the Brimstone what, Locust Hound. What, what page is this on again? This is on page 51. Oh, no! <laughs> uh, so, Brimstone Locust Hound. What we're looking at here is... So, think, uh, you know, like the, the no! torso, tail, and front legs of, like, a wolf or, like, a dog. You know, a big one. Um, but then the hind legs, the shoulders, um, and the neck and head of, like a like, a locust or, like, a grasshopper. 
what the fuck have they done to this dog? Uh, it's, yeah. Uh, this creature is a disturbing combination of wolf and locust, and the smoke it exhales hovers thickly around it. Fur surrounds its locust head, and long insectoid legs extend from its canine body. This looks like a child played Mad Libs with an animal. <laughs> like. Of, yeah. <laughs> all right it has an unnatural origin so i'll uh, say yeah here yep here we go here we go brimstone locust sounds are the result of magical experimentation grim wizards need to stop can scholars wizards are just chill yeah sc- scholars are uncertain if the experiment went terribly wrong or if the creatures turned out as originally intended oh that's got some bad implications yeah. too the wizards who created them have been dead for thousands of years allowing theories and the wizards creations to run wild ever since i really hope these these wizards have been dead for thousands of years because these fucked up locust wolves ate them yeah Migrating packs, brimstone locust hounds, build their nests below ground in caves or in buried ruins. They are migratory omnivores, and they prefer areas where fungi and small prey are plentiful. Though less caring for each other than most canines, brimstone locust hounds often form packs to rear young. And when food is plentiful, however, uh, when food becomes scarce, a pack of locust hounds tears itself apart, cannibalizing its weakest members, and the survivors scatter to the wind. That's the circle of life for you, I guess. Yeah, from the planet. It's a uh, medium monstrosity, neutral alignment, 15 armor class, 60 hit points, 30 foot uh, movement, 60 foot fly speed, which I find concerning because I don't actually see wings on this thing. I don't either. Are they curled under this little, like, plate on its shoulder, maybe? Maybe, and they unfurl, like, those big, like, dragonfly locations wings yeah i thought for a second it might be one of those things where it's like kind of like that barbarian eagle thing where you get a fly speed you just have to land on a surface or else you fall like they just have mega hops yeah um with those grasshopper legs with those grasshopper legs uh um yeah it's uh got 19 strength which is pretty impressive um, 17, it's the legs. Yeah, it's the legs. <laughs> the, it's 15 comp. of that strength is in the legs. Yeah. Uh, Griff, here's a, it's a bit, bit of a tangent. Do you know how locusts happen? Uh, the Bible, I think. No, I go- <laughs> you, you can fucking Google this. Um, but as how far as I you? am aware, uh, locust was just a grasshopper, but it's but something triggers its brain to flood with endorphins. I think. Um, and it goes like, like, it, like murder anger, like just turns into a big rate, like a little rage monster. Oh yeah. Like it, sorry. It, it's brain floats with serotonin, I think is what happens. Yeah. And instead of being real happy, like, you know, serotonin would make you feel instead of they get really angry, um, and become locusts. I'm pretty sure that's what happens. I might be wrong. You should Google it just to double check me, but yeah, it's kind of horrifying. Are locusts just Fucked up grasshoppers. Griffin's Googling. Griffin's Googling. Today I learned locusts are just angry swarming grasshoppers that have been agitated enough that they transform. Yeah. A researcher discovered that rubbing a grasshopper's hairs on its hind legs for five seconds every minute for four hours will trigger its transformation into a locust. Is that, I think, 
is a grasshopper a real life Pokemon in his locust? I- just its evolution. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When you give it an angry stone, it just. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I have yeah, no idea. But yeah, sounds. Um, That's let's see. so fucked. What up. else they got going for them? They got a uh, ten foot blind sight, dark vision out to sixty feet. Yeah. Uh, they have a smoky aura. The Brimstone Locust Hound emits a dense, uh, choking smoke within 10 feet of itself. Each non-Brimstone Locust Hound creature that enters the smoke and starts its turn in the smoke must succeed on a DC 13 con save or be blinded until the end of its turn. On a successful save, the creature is immune to the Locust Hound's smoky aura for 24 hours. Mm-hmm, At the start of mm-hmm. each of its turns, the Locust Hound chooses whether this aura is active. The smoke is non-magical and can be dispersed by a wind of moderate or greater speed at okay, least 10 okay. miles per hour okay it's got okay, a smoky okay. haze when the brimstone locust town is targeted by a ranged attack um or a spell that requires a ranged attack roll roll a d6 on a four or five the attacker has disadvantage on the attack on a six the attack misses the locust town disappearing into the smoke surrounding it that's oh, interesting they just like like cool. a, yeah if it rolls a six like it's like your attack misses sorry i'm gone uh, it makes two claws. I'm just going to escape into my vape cloud. Fucker. <laughs> 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 um, it, uh, yeah, it's plus six to hit. It says a D8 plus four. Hi, baby. Uh, slashing damage. And it's also got a sticky spill. <laughs> it's a ranged attack plus four to hit. There's 2D6 plus two acid damage. Damn. Yeah. And the target must succeed on a DC 13 deck save uh, or be restrained until the end of the ne- its next turn because it's That's, sticky. It's sticky spittle. It's sticky spittle. <laughs> so we have these weird vaping, vaping wolf bugs. Bug wolf, yeah. What? What? Just what? Um. A uh, like you know, like tiny folk. So you know, like uh, you know, your your gnomes, your kobolds, your goblins, your halflings. Uh-huh. Um, rodeo. Oh fuck, that's good. That's pretty good. Oh shit, pretty good. Oh, this, these would absolutely—they're just fucked up to, enough to yeah. be like something you would see in like a radio a I rodeo could, setting. I could see rodeo, but I also see uh, Brimstone Locust Hound dressage. <laughs> Imagine this thing doing like that fancy horsey steps. I was kind of going to like, kind of like dog racing kind of thing. Oh fuck yeah! Um, but like with some big hurdles with the oh, yeah. you know factor in the fly speed to that. A yeah, little bit. it's just like you know, uh, like you go take them to like a golf course and it's just the water hazards. Mm, like instead of yeah. hurdle, they just have to jump a pond. Yeah. <laughs> or like um, oh shit. Like canyons, yeah, like like some big like valley areas. Yeah, you go like, out to like fucking Arizona. Okay, there's a there's a whole Olympics like set that could be done with these things. Oh, most definitely, high jump, long jump, yeah. triple jump. Yeah, the BL Olympics, man. The BL the BL Olympics. BL Olympics. Hey, <laughs> we've done it. Get marketing we've on it right it. now, Griff. Stat. Mark, oh, marketing. Mark from marketing. Get going. He's he's not. It's the weekend. He's not. Oh, in. it's the week. Yeah, he's not in. No, he's not in Damn. on the weekends. But it, but it's Wednesday. You know, planar calendar shift. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. our Monday. 
is yeah daylight planer time daylight <laughs> yes yeah yes yes dpt dpt <laughs> Um, I, I like Daylight cool. Planner time. Yeah, I honestly don't mind um, the Brimstone Logos. I know that as you were you were real worried about that. Yeah, I mean are they're they, bad to look at. They are, but like also, are they like kind of cool? I think this would be a really good candidate. I could see like a um, sort of like campaign to you know like they're they get put in in shelters a lot yeah like they're not very sings a song exactly it's like they're not very traditionally appealing pets but like there's a lot to love there definitely yeah i so do you think i brought you around like i brought you around to like griggs i know that timothy grick was a big part of that Mm -hmm. rip timothy i think there's room in a lot of homes for brimstone locust hounds i think so i think so maybe not my home but i think there's a lot of families out there that could that really would... be like you know what this is this will be good for the kids yeah yeah all right this well, my... grasshopper hot hound this is what my kids need yeah well th- maybe not around your kids because of the smoking mm. but yeah, you know, just like you shouldn't smoke with, you know, around your kids. I mean, my dad has smoked for, you know, 50 years, and I turned out fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ad break? Ad break. <laughs> Hi, I'm Shifty Mercutio, owner and operator of Shifty Mercutio's pre-certified components and discount Arcana Warehouse and Layaway, your one-stop shop for all your discount spell, component, and arcane item needs. We understand the best spells cost an arm and a leg, but Shifty Mercutio's, they only cost a finger. <laughs> Just kidding. Sorta. Anyway, our shelves are stuffed to the brim with a premier line of locally resourced spell components, gently used magical foci, and a bunch of dusty books. What's in them? I don't know. Only one way to find out. You sword swingers tired of reaching for that rinky-dink crossbow every time something with wings shows up? Well, that's where I, Shifty Mercutio, come in. Every magical what's it in the shop will work almost every time. What? You don't take me, Shifty Mercutio, at my word? Well, then take it from some of these savvy shoppers who definitely didn't get duped. My party's fighter now has to spend even longer waiting for resurrection. Thanks to Shifty Mercutio's knockoff diamonds. Never shopping here again. I thought I struck a great deal with this wand that was said to have been found on the body of a great wizard. The proprietor neglected to say that the wizard was still alive. I'm now down one wand and 100 gold. Fuck directly off. I went in to buy a component pouch for spells. The pouch was just full of weed. Three out of five. Brings tears to the eye. So, if you're in the market for half the spell components you need at half the price, come on down to Shifty Mercutio's pre-certified components and discount Arcana Warehouse and Layaway. Shifty Mercutio's. You get what you get, don't throw a fit. Okay, now that we've got all that sort of... the, 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 The pitch... Yeah, to, to marketing about the B Olympics, I, you know, I'm feeling a lot better. 
feeling pretty yep, good. Yep, let's make sure let's make sure we follow up with um, external affairs to yes. make sure we get like the venue set out cuz like cuz you know Cancun really yeah. books like years in advance. Definitely, 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 definitely. All right, but uh yeah, what we got next, Griffo? Up next we've got Griffo. Griffo. All right. Yeah, sorry. I I, I have a, a coworker named Gavin. And anytime I see him, I'm like, hey, Gavo. And so <laughs> adding O to people's names has been a, a thing recently. But so that's a new one. All right, cool. Uh, up next, we have the Orthrus. 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 That's like, you know, every once in a while we get like a name that's really satisfying to say. Yeah. Orthrus. You've got that tapped R right in the middle yeah. of the back there. Orthrus. Um, you said here? it best when you pitched this thing to me, Zach. It's a two-headed Doberman with a snake tail. Yeah. And that's just what it is. That's it's just no, what it is. No ifs, ands, or buts. Just, just a two-headed a Doberman with a snake tail. Doby. A vicious snarl and low growl issue from the two-headed pincher. As both sets of lips curl back, the canine crouches and raises its tail, revealing a hissing serpent's head. This one, they just like, honestly, points for the simplicity of yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Yeah. They're just like, um, all right, we're going to make a dog, and it's going to have two heads, and we're just going to throw in a snake tail. Yeah. It's like it's like Cerberus. It's like half a Cerberus and like half a like Chimera. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but like, it's just all doggo. You know what I mean? Except for the snake tail. It, I mean, but like, even that snake is kind of doggo. It's kind of doggo? It's kind of doggo. You I know think. what? I've met like, some snakes that look, are Look at the that way that snake doggo. tongue is, ha- is hanging out like a doggo. Yeah, this is a little doggo. <laughs> <laughs> An Orthrus is a loyal two-headed guard dog with a serpent for a tail. The creatures are smarter than average canine and have an innate ferocity that keeps them fighting until the bitter end. They are named for a queen. The first Orthruses were bred by a sorcerer queen of the same name to be palace guardians. She bred into the dogs an undying loyalty to the owner that raises them. Though she has long since died, her legacy lives on in the breed. Orthruses form monogamous pairs that mate only every few years and produce a brood of one or two pups, making them extremely rare. The combat prowess, rarity, and loyalty of Orthruses make them an expensive, sought-after breed. They normally follow directives to the letter, but their above-animal intelligence allows them some level of critical thinking, adaptation, and interpretation. They are the favored guardians of mages, wealthy nobles, and merchants who have plenty to protect. Some farmers save their copper pieces to buy an Orthrus to protect livestock from predators, while bandits and other criminals steal to acquire Orthrus pups. And the last tag here says three heads in harmony. An Orthrus has three heads, but one mind. All of the canine's brains work together so it moves with a fluid grace. The heads of an Orthrus never snap, hiss, or growl at each other. They can understand that only one head needs to eat and breathe to benefit the entire creature. These guys are kind of fucking cool. I'm pumped. Yeah, this is sick. Yeah. I heard, I said, you know, you said three heads in harmony, and I was like, oh, man, Barbershop Trio. Barbershop Trio, one <laughs> Barbershop more. Trio. It's it's one Orthrus, and then the snake 
side of a second Orthrus yeah. form a quartet, yeah. and the other two dogheads just take ticket sales. Yeah, yeah, they, they work they, box office. Yeah, they're 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 not great singers, but like they're really passionate, like about you know, like about the arts, and mm-hmm. so just really want to be involved wherever they can be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you got two dog, two snack, and then. The other two are just kind of like, the you know, they're, yeah, they're sitting there, you know, holding like flashlights in their mouth to like <laughs> put some light on them. Create some ambiance. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Orthresses are medium monstrosities, lawful neutral. Uh, 13 armor class, 60 hit points, 40 foot speed. Uh, pretty good physical stats, plus two, plus three, plus three. Um, they have an eight intelligence, which yeah, is only a minus impressive. one. Yeah, so many D and D. I had so many PCs have, start have with an eight, eight intelligence. intelligence. <laughs> uh, plus one wisdom, minus two charisma. They do have uh, proficiency in wisdom saving throws, perception, and survival. A hundred and twenty foot dark vision. They understand common but don't speak. Uh, they have advantage on perception checks because of their three headedness. And they have saving throw uh, advantage on saving throws against being blinded, charmed, deafened, frightened, stunned, or knocked unconscious. Nice. And they are wakeful. While the Orthrus sleeps, at least one of its heads is awake. The Orthrus makes three bite attacks, two with the canine heads and one with the snake head. If the Orthrus bites the same creature with both of its canine heads in the same round, the creature must succeed on a DC 12 strength saving throw or be knocked prone. The canine head is five uh, plus five to hit, five foot reach, one d six plus three piercing damage, and the snake head is plus five to hit, five foot reach, one d four plus three piercing damage, and the target must succeed a DC twelve Constitution save or take four d six poison damage and Dang. be poisoned for a minute. Dude, these Half guys damage, are no badass. poison on a save. Honestly, yeah, I'm. I this this is a great like low level party encounter. Yeah. Um. And now that I'm running a D&D game again, like all the shit that we've talked about on this episode, on this on the show, Zach, I can finally start to like peruse and yeah. start using. Um, unfortunately, my girlfriend who listens to the show is in the D&D party. So, um, fuck. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's fine. So, Still Ellie, if it. you meet a two-headed dog with a snake head, it's friendly. Griff, do a cataprism. Oh, cataprism. Didn't they have like an insta kill? Yeah, if they was that their whole I, thing. I, I think if they net twenty uh, on an attack, they just cut someone's head off. Yeah, they vorpal sword your ass. Definitely. Cat or prism. Yeah, sneaker snack baby. Um, that. yeah, this thing's fucking rad. I'm imagining a great pet. A cuteness in that, like you know, with the wakeful thing, like the two doggos, mm. like were sleeping, and like the snake was keeping an eye out. And uh-huh. then the two doggos wake up, and the snake's like, "Okay, time to go to bed." And it just sort of flops over, like between the two heads, and it's oh. just kind of its head's just kind of hanging while it sleeps. Yep, I or like, like um, I like orthroses. They're cute. You've got an orthros puppy, and like the snake oh head God. doesn't know how to like hold its head up on its own yeah, yet, so and so like, it's just kind of like flopping around. Yeah. It lays on one of the doggo heads for support. God, I'm you know I want one. They're cute. Like, they obviously are built up to be, like, guard creatures, and the art here makes them look fairly intimidating, but, like, people own snakes all the time. Yeah, dude. Like, snakes are also a very common pet, like a household pet. Yeah, dude. Our our dear friend, uh, Carlin Cambridge-Johannes, owns a couple. Yeah. And they're great. a couple snakes, and they're all real cute. Just around. Yeah. We have so many snakes at the Institute. Yeah, dude. The Institute. 
Deadly Institute. I think Orthruses are fucking bomb. They're, bomb pets. They're pretty bomb diggity. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, I, I don't. Is there much else to say about them other than that they're just kind of pretty, pretty fucking cool? Um, what other dog could we make them instead of like Dobermans and it still be funny? Oh man, I mean, it'd still be funny or still be like good or good pet. Oh man, like what? Dog. What's what's the alternative to the to the Doberman? Oh, Dachshund, please. Mm. Just like <laughs> snake, like body, and then like snake tail still. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, what would the be snake tail one? just drags along the ground? I mean, like a like a like a like a, like a big one would be like you got like a rot, you know, just a big Rottweiler. Yeah. Um, I want like say- floofy like Pyrenees. Yeah. Or to say your favorite breed to say, Griffin, a great. Dane. Great Danes. Those would be fucking huge. Yeah, they'd be real, real, real big. Ugh. And then, like, instead of a snake, it's like a turtle. No. That's not. (laughs) It's just a turtle sticking out of its ass. (laughs) (laughs) Help. Help. A wizard put me on here. Help. This does this does lose a couple marks for being fucking bred by not a wizard but a sorcerer this time a sorceress queen. But like, come now, it, on, gang! It said, it said bred and not created. Yeah. So I don't know if that's. But some different. sort of bullshit, magical bullshit, yeah. had to have happened to a give the dog two heads and b slap a snake on the. I ass. don't know, man. I'm just saying, people get born with two heads sometimes. And no magic happens. <laughs> I guess, I guess, I guess. <sighs> Orthrus, good pet. Gord, good pet. Solid, like, I'd say 8 out of 10. A solid 8 out of 10. I think that's a good, yeah. I think might have a tendency for some aggressive behavior. Yeah, probably. Um, I think it might be a little too smart for its own good sometimes. Oh, uh, probably, probably, probably. Because it's like, because it's like, yeah, it's dinner time is at five o'clock, and that's when you get fed, and the dog's just like, but I'm hungry now, and I know where you keep. Yeah, your you snacks. keep the food right up there. All the peanut butter pretzels to- are up in the cabinet, and I can reach it with my snake. All you have to do is say okay. That's all you have to do. So just say okay. And if you don't, I'm going to sit on your shoes. Yeah. And poop so, in them. So say it. So say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. The snake will swallow one of your shoes. Say it. That the snake said it. So say it. Say it. Peanut butter pretzels now, in my bowl now. Someone okay, needs to Jesus. make an animated movie with an Orthrus uh, 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 character so that Griffin and I can be the two heads. Of the <laughs> <laughs> who would be the snake? Who would be the snake? Um. Head? Oh God. Who would be the snake head? I mean. Easy answer. Mr. G? Mr. G. I also think Nicole would be a funny snake. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, or, and or Rin. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also going to throw it out there. I don't think this can happen because I'm pretty sure he passed away. But also Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, he did pass away. But yes, he'd also Damn. make a great snake. Head. Yeah. A, 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 from beyond the grave, Gilbert Gottfried. As the I'm snake. Gilbert Gottfried. Holy shit. I'm a snake now. <laughs> 
Go ahead and say it. Say it. Hey. <laughs> say it, motherfucker. <laughs> A really aggro Gilbert Gottfried. Holy fuck is this wrong. <laughs> but holy sh- hell is, is it, it erotic. erotic? <laughs> All right, Zach, uh, let's one? bring it home, shall we? So this last, we have the Cymurg? Cymurg? S-I- I don't know. M-U-R-G, Cymurg, Cymurg. I don't know. Which, uh, whatever your heart tells you. This buddy boy is just a real big, it's like a big wolf guy. Uh-huh. But like instead of front legs, he's got like big feathery wings. Yeah. And he's got like a big feathery colorful tail. It looks like like a big old peacock tail. Yeah, like big bird of paradise. It's really long and it's got like cool coloring all over it. And it's, it's really big. Gorgeous. The titanic creature's wolf-like paws reach for the ground as its wings whip up a cloud of dust. Its canine muzzle releases an air-splitting howl while an incredibly long tail of multi-hued feathers drifts lazily on the wind. Fuck yeah. It's a benevolent... Oh, the benevolent guardians, the Cymergs. Cymergs are kind-hearted and protect those who dwell near them. When nesting atop a temple or sacred mountain, a Cymerg, they spelled with a G this time, often... there's, There's an extra H on the end of it, yeah. Yeah. They added the H for some reason. Ooh often comforts and helps the local poor by healing their diseases and injuries and salving, saving, salving. It's like a a silent L, but it's like solving. Solving. Silent L, short A. The passing of those, it cannot help. After a time, the Cymark flies away when too many pilgrims crowd its mountain or threaten to overwhelm a small country shrine. Honestly, I get it. Cycle of life. When it dies, a Cymerg is consumed by a heatless flame and is reborn elsewhere on the same plane uh, in a burst of light. This leads to it uh, often being mistaken for a phoenix. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Enmity uh, towards snakes. Hmm. Cymerg often have a loathing of snakes and serpents and will attack them on sight. Oh. Even the lowliest of snakes understands this and will either hide from a Cymurk or be immediately <laughs> hostile toward the Cymurk. All snakes just know to avoid this thing. So yeah, this is a gargantuan celestial neutral. Holy bed. shit. Yeah, it's really big, really big. Really big. Uh, it's got a 15 armor class, 108 hit points, 20 foot walking, 80 foot flying speed. Damn. Very quick. Um, stats are pretty big. It's got an 18 for strength, 17 for con and whiz, 16 charisma, 14 intelligence, 11, uh, dex. It's resistant to radiant damage, uh, speaks all languages and has telepathy out to 120 feet. Let's go. It's got flyby. We know what that means. So it can fly in and out without provoking opportunity attacks. Got keen sight. Uh, an innate spell casting. Uh, spell save is wisdom with a DC 14. It can innately cast um, at will. Detect poison and disease. Detect thoughts. Spare the dying. Detect nice. thoughts at will is like, that's a yeah. that's big, that's beefy. That with its telepathy? Yeah. That's cool. Um, it's twice a day. It can do cure wounds. Lester restoration. Lester is what I just said. Lester restoration. <laughs> only restores Lester's. Uh, only restores Lester's. Yeah. Lester restoration. Purify food and drink. And once per day, does greater resto and remove curse. Nice. Which is pretty sick. Um, and it's got a multi-attack. It makes three attacks. One with its bite. Two with its claws. 
Um, its bites plus seven to hit, two d eight plus four piercing, and its claws seven to hit plus two uh two d six plus four slashing. Nice. But then it's got a recharge ability called Forceful Gale. So the Simurgh beats its wings, creating wind in a 30-foot cone. Each creature in that area must make a DC 15 strength save. On a failure, a creature takes, damn, 6d8 bludgeoning damage, uh, is pushed 10 feet away uh, from the Simurgh, and is knocked prone. And on a success, the creature takes half the damage and isn't uh, pushed or knocked prone. The, These things just, are stunning. They're very pretty. Like, it's just a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? This is prime. Like, I love, I honestly love that so many things in this game are, like, only cured by Greater Resto. Yeah. And that's a high level, high cost ability. Mm-hmm. It makes the story shit so good for, like, yeah, you have to go climb this mountain and, 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 and plead your case to the celestial peacock wolf. In hopes that it will lift your fucking curse. Yeah, dude. That's great. I, I'm taking that note for uh, later. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, dude, I fucking love it. Yeah. It's, it's good shit. Like, Greater Resto is expensive. Yeah, definitely. How? Yeah, I'm trying to think of what the fucking material cost for that is. It's like I want to say it's like 500. Yeah. Greater Restoration. No, not what? Greater Restoration. Do to do to do. Okay, it's only a hundred. Okay, that's not bad. But still, that I mean, that, it's also what a level five, level six. It's a, spell? It's a fifth level spell. Fifth level spell. Yeah. That's some serious juice. Mm-hmm. Cures curses, petrifications, charms, any reduction to one's uh, ability scores or reducing their hit point maximum. Yeah, man. It's like. That's some of the only shit. There's so many abilities, and not to mention any other ability in the game that says, like, blank can only be cured by greater yeah, restoration, by restoration or similar magic. Like, Yeah, dude. Yeah. So a cool a cool angelic wolf being that can yeah. roll through greater, rest- greater resto, your pals, and yeah. being like, honestly, the city's getting a little busy for me. I'm going to get uh, out of here, but, like, I, I, hey, you I guys kinda, take care. I kind of miss the country. I kind of miss the mountains. So, yeah. like, you should really get out there sometime. I've got a timeshare in, like, yeah. Just let me know. I'll get. I'll give yeah. you. Hey, I'll give you the key code to get in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Runs an Airbnb. Yeah. <laughs> but no, fucking love this. It's the Cymorg Simurg. I don't even know how to fucking pronounce it, but it's really fucking cool. Really fucking cool. Really fucking cool, Griff. As it turns out. Pretty fucking cool. You know what I'm thinking, Griff? What's what's that? Sorry. It's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. All right, oh, do we want to take this episode in for a landing, Griffin? Well, here's the thing. I do want to take this episode in for a landing. However, okay. we're a little short. Okay. So you just want to, like, just, like, talk again? For we can just, bit? like, chat a little bit. Because, like, oh, my God, I miss you. I miss you, too, buddy. Um, so a friend of mine who yeah. has listened to Another Path. Um, thinks that I'm awesome. Well, yes. Um, nice. She thinks that Zephyr, she think, Zephyr is her favorite character. Hell, yes. Um, but awesome. um, likened to, um, there's a lot of, like, male friendships where it's, like, it's, like, you know, there's, 
like this is my husband and then my husband's husband kind of shit and she was like that always feels very like fratty and like kind of kind of weird and she does not think that about us and thinks that's a very like good relationship yeah we're just like it made me it made me happy we're just two boys who love each other that's what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm saying i've been saying that the whole time oh man we've been saying that (laughs) (laughs) he did that in the chippy thing (laughs) <laughs> we made not chippy we not made chippy, chippy. <laughs> oh no From that um, fucking monster factory episode i uh yeah no i was uh quoting uh there's a super hot you know super hot fire i'm showing mm, you that i spit that it. yeah i spit that there's a bit where someone he's like uh glasses jacket shirt call me glasses jacket shirt man he's like yeah we call him that yeah we been calling him that <laughs> <laughs> Call me Glasses Jacket Shirt. Yeah, man. Glasses Jacket Shirt Man. It's a good nickname. Yeah, it's really not actually. It's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty standard. It's, yeah. Pretty. Uh, uh, yeah, nondescript. <laughs> There's a lot of people I feel like who on a given day are wearing glasses, jackets, a jacket, and, and a shirt all yeah. at the same time. Especially and in like the, are, the fall months. Yeah. Yeah, and who identify as men. Yeah. So like, come on, yeah. super hot. What are you doing? <laughs> Super hot fire. I spit I sp- that. I spit that. <laughs> yeah. Um, blood, blood sapper on I my... Sap that. I, sa- <laughs> I sap that. Brimstone locust hound. I jump that. I jump that. Oh! <laughs> you want to get a hand on this ball? Uh, oh, of what? What? Oh, of the, the super hot fire shit? Yeah. Um. I big- saved two creatures for you. Oh, okay. Um, I'm trying to think of what all we've talked uh, uh, uh You got the Orthrus. Giant Doberman serpent. Uh, as sir, I had... I, I, I can't think of a verb. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> Help me, Griff. Do- Two-headed Doberman. That. I, s- <laughs> I snake that. I snake that. With this homie on my tail, I snake that. I snake that. No. Got a got a clogged drain. I snake that. Yeah, yeah. Peacock wolf. Uh, mountain getting gentrified. <laughs> I simorg that. Because <laughs> <laughs> really, that, that's, that, that's the that, that's what I'm getting from that. It's like God, this neighborhood. It's gotten too mainstream. Really I'm gone the, downhill. I'm out of here. All right, bye. Yeah, there's two Starbucks on the same block. I need to fucking go. <laughs> and in between those two Starbucks is a new hipster coffee shop. Like, I just can't deal. I can't, you guys. Yeah, it, it, it does coffee, but also makes smoothies. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's just too much. Pick a lane. <laughs> Pick a lane and just fucking stay in Pick a lane. I think it's probably a good place to wrap the episode. Right. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah uh dogs but not i've missed some doggos the doggos are good the the uh, half the doggos were good i would say three of the doggos are pretty good yeah the blood sapper upon, sucked but like upon further review three-fourths of the doggos pretty good pretty good pretty good blood sapper um, could step it up could step it up a little bit um but yeah 
uh, you know, uh, if you like the episode, um, you know, just like let us know. By, just like, like let us know. Just like, know, like tell us. Yeah, you can do that like by like reviewing the show yeah. wherever you're listening to us, or you could like write and review and subscribe. You can um, tell us on our private Discord, which you can join by joining the Patreon. By Patreon. You can um, tweet at us on Twitter. <laughs> at Pet Shop Cast. Yes, on I, I was doing the uh, outro for uh, tomorrow's TSS. And like I yeah. was going, you know, like you can also find us on Twitter. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, fuck it. It's still Twitter. Fuck off, Elon. Yeah. We need to get the. F- I said it last time. We need to get the fuck off of Twitter. We need. We need to get the. Well, I've been. I've been trying to get that blue sky link, man. It's impossible. I know. It's impossible, I might. Man. I might have to. I might jump ship to Threads. Everyone's talking about Threads. And like, I don't want to go to Threads, yeah. but like, it is. I made it a is a hive a little bit ago, but no one's. We're in a. Got, we're in a lesser of two evils situation. Yeah. Like. Fuck. So, like, honestly, hey, gang, we're, we're having a lot of fun today, but it, it would go a long way if t- with, with like, engaging with us on the show if you joined our Discord. Definitely. It's only two bucks a month. It's the best way to engage with us and to get updates on the show uh, because the fucking landscape of social media is a just, like, hellstorm. Um, so if you want to stay connected and you want to stay tight, best way to do that is on our Discord, patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia. Um, yep. There's I no said, riffraff there and no billionaires. Yeah. Uh, I, forever ago, when Elon was like kind of fresh on the scene and everyone was talking about him, I'm like, this guy's going to become a supervillain. Yeah. I said those words. Uh-huh. Um, His name is Elon Musk. How could he yeah. not? Well, that, you know, he's like, like vaguely European. Like he's got mm-hmm. just like shit tons of money. Um, you know, literal blood money blew up the brains of how many uh, apes trying to do that fucking Neuralink thing. Yeah, piece of piece of piece of shit. No, he's a piece of shit, mad scientist, motherfucker. And I went off on him last time, and I shan't do it again. We shan't. We shan't. Uh, we love you. If you want, we to love see you. anything in particular. Let us know, and we'll do it. So we'll long just, as your name is not Elon Musk, yeah, we love we'll fu- you. Yeah, we love you, and we'll yeah, we'll fucking do whatever. So yeah. Yeah, I think that's about it. I think that's about it. Fuck yeah, I'm Griffin. And just remember, folks, at the end of the day, it's all about love, baby. Unless you're a billionaire, go eat shit and die. We love you. Thank you for listening to episode 117 of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghostlight Media Network over at ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media shows and all of the people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons Tyler, Christina, and I Steer Brewing for your continued support. We'd like to thank Nicole Tuttle Rob for making our theme song. You can find Nicole on Twitter at Nicole Voice and on These Silent Secrets as part of Ghostlight Media. We'd also like to thank our friend Rin for voicing the ads you hear on the show. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast, also part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, I remember a time that I didn't even want to be on Twitter, and now I'm sad about what's happening to Twitter. If you have a dog in real life, give them a pet and a cuddle for me, because boy howdy, I need it. This is a Ghostlight Media production.